So uh, let's go ahead and start with Chad today. Chad, give us your thoughts on why connecting matters. Well, first of all, I ended with, uh, in the feed here, I just put the brain, the mind blown thing, you know, emoji, because my mind is blown because, man, this is, this is huge. So um, just five, five quick things that I'll share here. The first one is, is he kind of blew past this in the beginning, but this is massive. And I hadn't thought about this at all until this industry. And here's the question you got to always, always, always be asking, who do you know that I should know? Right. That is such an amazing question. Who do you know? Who do you know? that? I mean, you could be talking to your neighbor. Who do you know that lives in Mexico? Who do you know that lives in the Philippines? Who do you know that is going through a job transition right now? Who do you know that needs an extra $500? Who do you know that needs to get healthy? Who do you know that's super sick right now and they need a drastic change in their life? Who do you know that I can meet and I can help? Or in John's case, he literally met John Wooden, one of his mentors for life, because he said, who do you know? that I need to know. So that's, he blew past that in the beginning, but that's a huge, huge question that um, will get you in rooms with people that you never would have gotten into if you didn't ask that simple question. So that's the first thing is, who do you know that I should know? Um, the second thing I wrote down here is discover and practice your connecting strengths. And I love this. And I love that John went through his, you know, with, with you talking about humor, authenticity, confidence, hope, and passion. And, you know, I, I wrote down hope. I really highlighted hope because we are all in this industry. We are hope brokers. You got to make sure that you're positionally hopeful and excited and optimistic about the future because the very DNA of this industry is that we offer hope to everybody. And you have to get around people that instill hope in you and that believe in you because then when that happens, first of all, you're learning what that relationship feels like and looks like because when you have someone that comes into your life and, and gets you excited about your life more excited than you are now then you begin to learn almost through osmosis how you can be with other people and put hope into them and I, he said turn the light on there's something about someone's probably come along in your life and turned the light on in you what how did that happen how did that work in you because if you can take some of that and remember, like, I never want to forget how I felt in, in 2001 when I met my first mentor and he came in and he turned the light on in me. And I've always gone back. I still thank him at least every year. I go back and I'm like, man, I just want to thank you one more time because you, it, it, was, it was you, you know, that, that really gave me hope and, and made me see and understand that there's more out there and that I could change. And if I could change, then everything could change. And so he was the mentor. He was the guy. So someone, all of you should have that person in your life. And if you don't feel like you do yet, then that just means you haven't positioned yourself in front of those people enough. That means you got to show up at more try it events and take the picture with someone and stand outside the circle and listen to what they're saying, because someone's going to turn around and look in your eyes and they're going to, they're going to say something to you. That's going to turn your light switch on. And then when they turn your ears on, you'll be able to turn others on and you'll want to do that because if you feel so fortunate and blessed and lucky when someone turns the light on and you, you can't stop, but to look for other people to do that with, which is a core part of this business. Um, I hope you guys really, really got this, the seven, the seven motivations of people, because you know, it's one thing to go, okay, understand someone's colors to know how to relate. That's great. But when you understand people's motivations, like if you're talking to someone about money, 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 and they're, they're a two on money, but they're a six, you know, 
which isn't allowed, but they're, they're a five on uh, relationships. They're like, they might even be turned off because you're talking to them about money. And they're like, all they care about is money. You know, I don't care about money. Talk to them about the relationships because they're just going to want to keep showing up and keep being involved. They don't care about them. Maybe they make plenty of money, but they want to show up because they want to serve people. They want to help people. So even though you might be a five on money and a lower on relationship, when you understand who you're talking to, who your audience is, who that new distributor energy business is, that's massive. So just to ask, like in our team feed today, I'm going to go through and say, hey, what are you on a scale of one to five on these seven? Because now I'm going to know these people. I'm going to know better how to serve these people based off of what they want. And then the last thing um, that I wanted to share here was kind of a two-part thing is when John said, um, or actually it's the second part of the motivation. So there's the seven motivations, but here, here's a reality check. And I had this boom, aha moment because if someone's a five on money, and they're like two on everything else. Well, of course, when they make the money they're looking for, they're going to, they're going to, you know, check out, go into maintenance mode because they did what they came to do. And so another big thing you're going to identify when you ask yourself and you ask your team, you're going to see people that are fours and fives on everything. Those are the ones that are going to have more staying power. They're going to be here longer because they have, like John said, the more reasons you have to be motivated, the more motivated you will be. And to me, that was just a huge aha. So when, when you're going through this and you see that, um, you know, you might be lower on some of these, you just have to give yourself, you know, a, a reality check and ask your, your, find out your motivations, why you're here. Because if your motivation's here to just get a quick buck, then you're going to be in and out. You know, that's just the reality, right? You're going to be in and out. You make a little bit of money, you're going to be in and out because if relationships aren't important to you, you're in the relationship building business. And you'll be like, oh my gosh, people, I got to deal with people. I want to be successful, but I don't want to deal with people. So when you're a four or five in all of these, then you're going to be around a long time. And that's who you want to surround yourself with. That's who you want to find in your organization, because those are the people who are going to be here for a long time. Those are the people that are going to fight. Those are the people that are going to go through the, the, the struggles and the ups and the downs, and they're going to be there with you. So those seven Find out who on your team when where they're at on those seven, and then that'll help you be able to better lead and serve them too. So that's all I got. Uh, connecting definitely matters, and it's something we need to do every single day. And um, I love this lesson. So good. All right. Take it over, Tay. Yeah, it's so good. And this, I had some of the same things that Chad had, so I'll just kind of be short with mine. Uh, the first uh, was when he talked about discovering practice your connecting strengths, and, and for me, it was just learning how to spend time with you. If you can't if you can't connect with yourself, then you have to understand that you will probably always be disconnected with others because you know people can sniff out when you're being fake or when you're just uh, really trying to lead them on. So uh, there's one quote that I, I love, and it says, um, "When you found out how valuable you are, you stop giving discounts to people." And I took it a next step further is uh, when you found out how, va how valuable you are, then you stop shortchanging those who need you and you stop giving discounts to those who use you and abuse you. So you just know who you are and you can yourself know how to connect with people in a way that uh, it's not about you, but it's about yourself. And like Chad said, just being a hope broker for those who really do need, need hope and really just uh, stop letting yourself get caught up in negative situations with people uh, who ultimately just wanted to come and dump on you. So. Uh, I thought that was great. And then the second uh, thing I got, and he just always talked about it, just add people, add value to people every single day. And uh, he said, be a river and not a reservoir. 
Uh, for me, uh, I'm just, I freely give anything I got. If I'm reading a book, uh, people think some of the little things that you do, like, like for me, that's being a river, like it's going to flow through me. Lots, I'm, uh, probably 80 to 90% of people don't read every day. I read every single day. So if I read every single day and I'm posting what I read every single day, what I'm doing in my mind is teaching people how to read every single day by posting the little things that I get. And some of it is just these little short uh, things, little gold nuggets that they give them. It's like, wow, that's powerful. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Like, here, this is the book that I'm reading. It's almost like you're just giving up, giving them the resources, but you're also teaching them how to do those simple things every single day. Uh, and um, the, the thing I thought about when I did this, but uh, adding value to people every day, uh, I remember my pastor talking about this, and he told us to write down these four words, I see in you. And he said, always, when, you, when you're talking to people, always understand, like, sometimes you need to be the passenger, and sometimes, most of the time, you have to be the driver. Because like you said, if you listen, if you just talk about somebody, talk to somebody about themselves, then they will listen forever. Or if you just listen, then they'll talk about themselves forever. So most of the time, you know, people are going to tell you what's going wrong. And that's when uh, sometimes you just have to be the passionate. But then you have to take the driver's seat. You have to tell them the good that you see. You have to see the potential in them and call it out. So for me, a lot of times, I think one of the things that I connect with people, I just love to listen. And I just listen. I let them get everything out so they don't have to carry anything when they leave the conversation with me, like they no longer have an excuse why they're carrying these things around because they they've given it all to me and I've given them what they need. I've given them the hope. I spoke the things over them. That's when you get in the driver's seat and you steer a uh, conversation in directing that you know it needs to go by putting them in a positive mindset and really just speaking out all the good that you see in them. And uh, just the third thing, uh, and he said, figure out what motivates Figure out what motivates you and do those things and also figure out what motivates your team and do those things. And I just thought about uh, this book. I mean, this older book is called Don't Fire Them Up. Don't Fire Them, Fire Them Up. And it's an awesome book. And he uh, talks about uh, one of the things he talks about it being a situational leader. He say not only do you lead people uh, differently and lead them according to the situations, uh, but you also can lead the same person differently and just lead them according to their situation or lead them according uh, to their strengths and weaknesses. So you just have to understand your, uh, some of your people you may have to lead differently and that's okay. But at the same time, some of your people, you have to recognize what motivates them and what doesn't motivate them and lead them according to those things. So just uh, for me, it's just learning your team, get to know your team. Like, you know, everything that they love, you know, everything that they dislike. If you're doing things that they dislike and you can't create momentum, you have to understand like that comes back on you because you're doing things that you already know that they, they dislike. So uh, when Carrie always, she wants to do things and uh, she always asks me uh, questions. She always hates when she asks me questions. I make her do the probably most basic thing. I just say, go straight to the team and ask them. Like I can tell you what I think you should do, but they're gonna tell you what they want them, to, what you, what they want you to do. So a lot of times we, I think we make it difficult because we try to control things. Not saying that she controls things, but we try to think that we have the uh, best solution for things. But many times, it's the simplest things to do is just get that recommendation, figure out what they like in this season, and asking those things. And I think they will give you the options to the things that you can bring to the table. So uh, those were the things that really stuck out to me. It was just uh, so much. Uh, that we can do, but I think the most important thing, yeah, buddy, that we can do is something that John just says that he do every single day, and that just basically just add value to people in whatever way, shape, or form that is to you. So uh, just go out and be just hope brokers to people, and just figure out ways to add value, whatever little things uh, that it may be, and just do those things every single day. 
Now, that's so good. Um, I, I think the, the one point that I really want to point out on here is when it comes to connecting, when was the last time you asked, who do you know that I should know? It, it's almost like a, a asking for a host to post, but you're just asking, who do you know that I should know? Because of the fact that your circle is only going to get bigger when you surround yourself with other people. So if you're not constantly asking for people to surround yourself with other people, you know, you'll never know. Uh, another thing that's so amazing is I think every, every one of these conversations that we have, we're adding to your library. If you have never read How to Win Friends and Influence by People by Dale Carnegie, and you're missing out. That was a life-changing book for me. I probably got it when I was 18 and have read it probably two or three times. Uh, that The stuff in there is timeless. Uh, I, I love these three points of one, you have to value people because if you don't value people, how can you add value to them? Uh, the second one was think of ways every day to add value to people because that, that statement of when opportunity comes, it's too late to prepare. You have to be ready. You need to be preparing now for when opportunity knocks so that you can answer the door. If you're not preparing now, you're not going to be at the door when it knocks. Uh, the third one was every day look for ways. You have to look for ways to add value to people. It's as, it's as simple as looking for something to tell people that they've done good for the day. You know, somebody connects with you on your team and says, hey, I signed up a customer. Great. That's a great time to add value. Uh, when, when you're interacting with people, look for something to compliment them about. And I'm not talking about like a false compliment, something that is truly unique about them that you enjoy about being around them with because you will see them light up when you do that. Uh, I think you both already connected on the be a river, not a reservoir. We, we say that all the time, you, you know, God can only give you what can go through you. So make sure that you're having things in your hand to go out to others. Uh, and I, I love the, the life statement of once someone turns on the light for you, you will spend the rest of your life turning on the light for others. And I can absolutely, without a doubt, wholeheartedly say that's the thing that the three of us are doing is we've had our lights turned on. So we want to turn on as many lights as we possibly can. Your goal should be to become a light turner honor if that's an actual thing. Um, and then, I, I, I mean, we, we talk about this quite a bit, but uh, I don't think people think about it enough, and it's the fact that you don't have to be 100% all day. Nobody can give 100% all day, because if you give 100% all day, that's when burnout happens. So you have to not give that 100% all day long, because it just, it's not possible but you better know when in your day you need to turn up to a hundred. It doesn't have to be all day. It can be in short spurts, but you should know when that is because if not, once again, that opportunity knocks and you're not there with a hundred, you're going to miss it and it's going to go right by you. Um, oh, I mean, this is, this is huge. And we talk about this a lot in, in network marketing because of the fact that uh, if you're at a job you're building somebody else's dream. So if it's your dream, you will want to work hard for it. If not, someone else is wanting you to work hard for theirs. Uh, and the final statement that I'm going to say is just 
basically the gradual process of continuing to get better at connecting with people is what's going to grow your team. Okay, I lied. I'm, I'm gonna keep going because the, the motivations are amazing. You know, find out how people are motivated. Guys, that's a great way to connect with people and that's a great way to not have a bunch of major conflict in your team because if you're, if you're coming to somebody that's money motivated and talking to them about relationships and purpose, then you're gonna repel them. So just like Chad said, you know, there's the, the five love languages, you should learn those. Then there's the personality color types. You should learn those. The strength finders, you should learn those. And then take all of those combined with what people's motivating factors are. And you will be an unstoppable leader. And you will go out and change the world. And that's our hope for you. And I will end there, maybe. No, just kidding. Guys, go out making a great week. Thanks for jumping on. We'll see you again next time.